0: Welcome to Bite Me Podcast, episode 167. It's a big number. It's a big number. Uh, I'm Cliff Johnson. Today huge. I am joined by Huge, Holy Trombone, Mr. Dylan. Mr. The Dylan
1: Holy Trombone.
0: Holy Trombone, and, of course, Woo! Colby. Uh, We got a bunch of news today. There's actually a lot of news, considering last week was kind of a slow news week. Uh, We're going to talk about what games we've been playing. I think Colby and I are just playing the same things, but that's okay. Uh, In the news area, Torchlight Frontiers got a name change, and they drastically changed what kind of game that's going to be, but it's still coming out in the summer, so hey, we'll see. Um, Atari is making hotels now. Um, I... (laughs) I don't know what that means. (laughs) I don't know what that means. Are
2: they kickstarted
0: as well? Uh, Most likely. I guarantee you that. Uh, If you pre-ordered Final Fantasy VII from Square Enix, you need to do a little work to make sure they don't just cancel that on you, which is kind of weird, but whatever. Uh, There are strong rumors right now about a KOTOR remake of some sort that is actually in development. Colby shakes his head no. Uh, Have you guys heard the Toss a Coin to a Witcher song? No. No. I don't haven't either, and it feels like I've missed some sort of like cultural zeitgeist. But whatever, it's on Spotify That's now. It's
1: called
2: getting old.
0: God, man, story of my life. So we'll talk about that a little bit. Uh, if you are a Rocket League player and you bought it specifically to play on your Mac or Linux, you're just <laughs> gonna get screwed. Sorry about that, but hey, you can get your money back. We'll talk about that. We'll talk about uh, sometimes in order to win a Pokemon tournament, really all you need to do is enter. Like just enter. You it's know, it's real cool. life. Also, you no longer have to worry about violating someone's civil rights by muting them on the games you play. I know. Were you panicked about that? I before? was very worried. I was panicked. Um, I think this is uh, the very definition of a person who is their own lawyer has a fool for a client. <laughs> we got questions from Vinny. Turned down for what? Joe Coleslaw, Mister Polite. Mister Polite's question is very good this week. I like. It's it a, a good lot. question. And I am going to run a Diablo or Bob Ross quiz, which I'm kind I of excited am very about. Very excited. <laughs> we got cheap games from the Epic Game Store, we got games with gold, we got Twitch Prime, we don't have PlayStation yet because they suck. Um they're fine, they just don't release things yet. But that's what we're doing. You guys ready? Woo I'm Woo! ready. Thank you, Dylan. I appreciate it. Colby, tell me what you are playing. Stardew Valley. A
2: lot. <laughs> what is a lot? Well, so, when I first started playing, I looked up... I always, like, kind of look out, look up, like, how long to beat. Same. Um, just because, like, sometimes I'm like, I want, like, a three-hour game, not a 15-hour game. And I was told that Stardew Valley, from start to finish, is about a 52-hour game. Sure. Um, but, you know, credits roll, end of year two, that's about 52 hours. And so, I'm getting close to... Um, the end of year two, and I'm like, oh, wow, so I've put about 52 hours in. Um, And then yesterday, like, I lost sound, so I had to restart Stardew. Sure. Which brings you to the, like, you know, save, where you click which save <laughs> you have. <laughs> Apparently, I've put about 74 hours in. Wow. I don't know how. I then went, wait, when did I start playing this game? And then went, oh, Oh, no. <laughs> and just decided that it was best not to think about it and continue playing Stardew. That's amazing. So, yeah, I, uh, it's good. I mean, so, <laughs> there's that. I'm, 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 like, About last week, I was like, I'm making, you know, money now. And now I'm just like, I'm making money, guys. It's, you know, like, I went and just bought $25,000 worth of seeds the other day because I can. Holy cow. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, I actually
0: started playing Stardew as well. Um, But I'm playing it co-op, actually, with my kid, which is pretty good. It's on the PC. And the co-op works really well. You just get a... Like you know, because the story is like you know, as far as I can tell, Santa Claus dies, and uh, leaves you his his farm. It's it's actually kind of a, I don't want to say it's a clever intro, but it starts out. It's I think it's your grandpa, yeah, and he's like, I'm gonna give you this letter, but you can't open it until the day where your life is sucks worse than anything else. You can just like you know i'm i'm at the end of my rope and i can't go on and that's when you open it and realize that he's left you a uh, a farm that you can go live in and if you play it co-op you just get a second house on your farm
2: and you can also build more Oh really? Yeah, if you go to uh Robin, she'll build you like subsidized housing. It's like super cheap. Nice. But yeah, they just give you two and then your days are synced.
0: Essentially you wake up at the same time. You don't actually have to be together during the day, but you do have to go to sleep. So when when one of you goes to sleep, it just says, Hey, I'm waiting for player two. And then when they go to sleep, you actually go to you actually go to sleep. Um I don't know what would happen if you're in bed and sleeping and the other person, like, passes out from exhaustion. We haven't gotten there yet, so we'll see. You'll
2: get charged. The person in the bed probably will not.
0: Yeah, that's my assumption. Um, But we're having fun so far. And, like, the only thing that we didn't do is that we kind of skipped the introduction. And so I didn't realize there was crafting, really, in this game. And so we kind of, like, clear-cut our entire area and we're just like dumping it in the box that gives you money every day and then we're like oh Ooh. shoot we need to make stuff yeah. and <laughs> it's it's we're a little bit
2: behind now so it it's so start planting trees uh-huh um, well
0: so that is the one thing i still do have trees but we don't have any like grass and fibers no,
2: that don't worry about that uh, okay nothing That's, to worry about yeah no like i i did something somewhat similar where when you hit I don't know. Like I think it was when I hit winter and all of the uh like grass starts dying out. You're like, "Oh, okay. So I can get to the trees that are everywhere now." So I'm just cutting down trees and I'm like, I've got like I don't know 2000 wood. Like I won't I won't need 2000 wood cuz I haven't yet. <laughs> and so I sold about 1500 of it. And then very quickly realized to, like, up, you know, build silos and all those things. It's like, oh, yeah, you need, like, 500 wood. And I'm like, oh, okay. And then to build something else, like... Now you need another five hundred. I'm like, well, cut down all the trees, and I sold the woods. So, can you cut down trees like outside of your land? So, in the the place just below you, you can. Um, in town and stuff, you can't. So, some trees, yes. Some trees, no. Interesting. Yeah. So we're we're a little bit behind, and it's it's a game that you don't.
0: I guess because I'm playing um, uh, my time at Portia at the same time. Um, I guess like you, you get some kind of expectations. So I went and bought seeds and I'm like, sweet, I am going to buy these like, cause you, you get like 15 at the first, I think. And then you have to go buy more. And like a seed was like 80 gold. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, cool. This is a pack of seeds, right? Nah, nope. each plant is 80 gold. I'm like, that's the robbery. <laughs> like, why are these plants so expensive? Um, and so, like it's it's just different getting into that game versus playing my time of yeah. Porsche. Um, but it's fun right now. If you buy the, I don't remember what it's called, like the farming humble bundle bundle, um, you can get it for ten. The the most expensive tier is ten dollars, and that gives you um, it gives you Stardew. So you can pick up Stardew for ten bucks. I think Stardew's also on sale on Steam right now for ten bucks because it's part
2: of the it's Chinese awesome. New Year's sale. It's also on sale on Switch, I believe. Oh nice. Yeah. I don't so. know I don't know for how much. I just know when I go into the like great deals section, it's there and it just tells me I purchased it. Oh nice. So, I know it's in there. I just don't know how much it is. What the cost is. But
0: it's fun. I'm really enjoying
2: yeah. it. And I will say I did not
0: expect like I mean we we maybe played for 2 hours and like an hour and a half in, there's this weird, like supernatural twist with a wizard and some Ooh. sort of like little alien apple critter, and I did not expect that to be part of the game, but at, it is. at
2: the uh, at the um, community center. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So if with that, don't go to JoJo Mart. I'll tell you that.
0: Well, it's because JoJo Mart's obviously an evil. Terrible
2: corporation it, that I do not wish to so it's, to shop it's at. Very easy to do the because the community center is like the big quest yeah, throughout yeah. the thing. It took me. I just completed it at uh, wow. like the last season of year two. Um, and apparently, if you go through JoJo Mart, it's really easy because it just costs money. Oh sure. Um. So. But yeah, I will say that, and that's so. I should go through JoJo Mart, or I shouldn't. Well, if you want to do it super easy, go through JoJo Mart. But they look yeah. like
0: they're terrible. JoJo they Mart are. looks like the Amazon. Of, they're
2: Walmart slash Amazon. Yeah, I don't. So. I don't want to support that. So, but uh, yeah, no. It's it's a it's a really good game. Yeah, I'm I'm having fun with it. So check that out. Uh, what else are you playing, Cole? You can see that I'm drinking when you ask that. <laughs> Super I Lucky's was, tale. I was rearranging my windows. <laughs> I actually could not see that you were drinking. Super Lucky's tale. Um I don't know. I just needed something to play with my kid. Yeah. And uh so I'm like, well this looks cute and foxy. And uh, I have come to the conclusion that um I don't I'm not gonna say all, but I'm gonna go with three D Well, I won't even say that all three D platforms are garbage. I'm just gonna go with I'm just Coming to the conclusion. I'm not sure. I like platformers. I, unless they're like like I like Metroidvanias, which are platformers. Generally, have you played the with, the Rayman Origins? Yeah, did not like it.
0: Oh, huh. You're wrong. It's okay. Those ones are so good. Yeah, those are. I, super d- I don't good.
2: know. I just I tried playing it and just I'm like, well, I played it for about two hours and just. I don't know. Interesting. I yeah. I can't really.
0: I'm not super big on 3D platformers anymore either. Um, I think that, like, the jumping's always bad. The physics often feels kind of bad. Yeah. Um, yeah, and Super Lucky's Tale was. It's a Game Pass game, so at least it's free. But, yeah. uh, it did not get great reviews
2: I'll, either. I'll probably continue <laughs> playing it just because every time I turn on my Xbox, my kid's like, "Play the Fox game." I'm like, mm, "There's better ones you could
0: play, but you <laughs> just need to play." Uh, what's so, that other Fox game? Uh, seasons after Fall.
2: I oh god, that was bad. <laughs> that was worse. <laughs> I don't know about worse. It was just a different kind of bad. Um, all good. Yeah, all good.
1: How about you, Dylan? Um, I play Disco Elysium. To the point where I think I have to stop playing it, God, unfortunately. Dylan, you are wrong. How am I supposed to talk
0: to you about it if you don't get it?
1: It's... (sighs) I want to play it, but I can't against... The best judgment is to not play it, I think. I'm I'm
0: so disappointed.
1: And I almost couldn't actually play it anymore. Like, I almost brick-walled to the point where I had to, like, exploit reloading the game until i got a three percent check to pass so i could actually move forward like it was the last option before i couldn't move to day two at all so that was very frustrating um (sighs) having to go back and replay almost the whole entire first section of the game um and i guess the freedom of so much choice is the consequence that if you take the slightly wrong path, you're gonna have a really bad time. Um (laughs) trying to trying to enjoy a game that you're just not going to. Um, And it's a bit of a slog to like continuously walk back and forth across the map and talk to people. Do you know Um, that if you
0: double click you run?
1: Yeah, and it's still not it's hardly faster. So me and my friend were talking about it, and he felt kind of the same way. Loved it for the first bit, and then the more he played it, and he couldn't finish it, unfortunately. And maybe I'll go back and try it once I've cooled off a bit. But It's very um,
0: sad that you and your friend are both incredibly wrong. It's Yeah.
1: Um, I mean, and what did you I, do? And then I played Divinity Original Sin 2, and I'm like, this is what that game should be. It Has it's all this choice, not but what that game should be. But you do things. Um, oh, you do so many things, Dylan. Yeah. Um, but Divinity this game is equally cool, as obtuse and hard. Um, so um, I think that's interesting because, like, I didn't. I, I mean, not to like. I
0: mean, I'm mostly just giving you crap. I just thought Divinity was really good. But like, I didn't think Divinity was obtuse or hard. Like that well, game
1: just made complete sense to me. Oh, when you started the, did you play a second one?
0: Uh, and I'm saying uh, Disco Elysium, sorry, not
1: Divinity. I apologize. Yeah, uh, I, like, I mean, I don't, don't find it's hard. It's it's a little bit obtuse, like, and in the sense that you literally can back yourself into a corner that you can't get out of, and you just have to Are you restart sure? the game. Yeah. Literally, like, I was frozen on two o'clock in the morning, so time has stopped, and I literally can only beg the rich lady for money, and if I fail, I cannot pay off my debt for my room and sleep to get to the second day. That is true. That is literally, I did everything else possible and managed to be in a corner where I had to continuously reload the game until I passed it. That is true, Um, yeah, you
0: do have to... So it
1: was, and that that kind of... I don't like stuff like that in games. Um, there are other ways to do that, too. Like, there are other, I mean... And I couldn't do any of them, because yeah. I got the HoboCop, but I didn't have enough time to actually learn how to be a HoboCop. So, because time doesn't move, I can't actually spend the four in-game hours to learn it. So that uh, one, I can't do that one, and then... Um, did you collect money from bottles? Yeah, but not nearly not enough. enough. Um, yeah, like, I, actually, I mean, a, f- a 20% of enough, like I had $15 I, and I need a hundred. No, you only need 20. No, you need a, I needed a hundred. So, oh shoot. Yeah. You should. So like yeah. if, if all the other conversations don't go well, then you're yeah. just out of luck. And that's, yeah, that's that unfortunate. Um, yeah. I actually asked her for money
0: and she, uh, you, you're, it's a 3% chance for you yeah wow yeah no i i got her to give me money the first night you're right
1: yeah so anyway,
0: now now a bunch of people have no idea what we're talking about but that's fine right i'm and sorry like, i i wish it had gone better for you because i really want someone to talk to me about that game but it's okay. i will
1: probably play it but i'm gonna play divinity for now because yeah
0: no Divinity's cool too
1: i just needed to take a break because it was it was very frustrating to get through that yeah. um and that's not how you should feel when you play something so i just wanted yeah. to step away so i don't the, actually like get upset and not play it ever yeah the same thing happened to me on night two where i needed to make twenty dollars and i had eighteen
0: dollars and fifty something cents right um and i had to sell a postcard um that i did not want to sell but it got me a room for the night so
1: right so day three
0: you get a place where you can just sleep so you don't have to worry about it anymore
1: right i'm a hobo cop now so i can sleep in a dumpster um so i guess that (laughs) that solves that but nice I'm not totally going to just not play it, but um, I mean, it is interesting enough. And the more you the more you do kind of play it, like stuff starts to you start getting the feel for it. But it is kind of like when you have to walk from one end of the town to the other. It's like, man, can't this be any,
0: you know, and I didn't really get that that didn't bother me. Like it's pretty yeah. quick. Even when you open, cause you open up an entire other side of the map and yeah. even over there, it never, it didn't ever feel like it was too far.
1: I guess it feels that way because I was trying to find out how to progress the next day. So it's like, sure. Oh, maybe I should go back to that part of the map. Yeah. So it was, it was literally checking every corner to, to try to figure out how to sure. not be stuck. Um, yep. And I guess yep. if, if that wasn't the case, then maybe maybe it wouldn't feel that bad. Yeah, but,
0: no, I feel... I, um, I get that.
1: Uh, Waypoint but, did
0: a three-hour spoiler cast on it, if you want to hear more about Disco Elysium. So. Uh, tell me about Divinity Original Sin 2. I've played the first one, but I've not played the second one yet.
1: Um, it's a lot of fun. It's, just, it's very, like I said, kind of hard at the beginning, because it's like, you're naked, and like go try to... F- be a hero and like you don't have anything and like there's big bad enemies and you're like how am I supposed to fight these and you slowly can like accommodate like ac- or acquire small items that incrementally make you better Interesting, but it very much in the same way it's like you're trying to get out of this area and there's six different ways to do it but it's like go figure it out. So, like, that one's a dead end, and then you, like, go take this other lead, and um, so it's very RPG-like, in the sense that, like, the whole world is your oyster, and it's like, figure it out, it's hard, um, and can be kind of punishing um, really early on. What Uh,
0: uh, what are you playing as? Are you the Red Lizard guy?
1: I am the Red Lizard guy, because he's the Red Lizard guy. Yeah, Um, absolutely. And his, like, bio is, like, he's the Red Prince, but... He's been exiled for converting with demons, which is like that's exactly what I want to play as. So it's, it's a dope backstory. Yeah,
0: that game's really uh, cool, and it's it's an interesting like if you've never played a divinity uh, game, like a lot of that uh, game is based around like the interaction between different um different objects to some degree. Like it's the kind of game where you can shoot a. Lantern full of oil to knock it over and spill oil on the ground and then light that oil on fire to light, you know, a bad guy on fire or to clear a path or there's a lot of different things you can do and divinity. Two, like, created like this tagging system that lets you do all sorts (laughs) of cool things with your character. It's it's an interesting game. It was on Steam. I think it's still on sale on Steam, right? For like twenty five bucks, twenty three bucks. It
1: was during that Lunar New Year sale, so they brought that that sale back. I I think. Okay, I don't.
0: I think I could be
1: wrong. Um, Yeah, it's fifty percent off. I kind of kicked myself because I didn't pick it up the last time it was on sale, and luckily the next sale. There's sales all the time. So no, I lied. Um, it is no longer on sale. So no longer on sale. Sorry. But and that is available on the switch
0: too. If you're a, yeah. If you're a and switch you
1: can, player. uh, cloud sync between switch and steam, which, which is, is super cool. Amazing. I guess.
2: What is the game we played that wasn't Divinity, Divinity was Original Sin one? one? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I did not like that game.
0: Yeah, I think you have to. I mean, you have all the combat in this game is turn-based too. So if that's not your jam, you're not going to like that game.
2: I I went into it expecting a Diablo clone and was very disappointed. Yeah. It's
0: it's a, and that's actually the reason that I've played the first like two hours of Divinity, Divinity Original Sin <laughs> one like four times because I played it once by myself. And I'm like, this is fun, but I bet you'd be even more fun co-op and so I tried it with my son and he's like this game sucks dad I'm like okay fine and so I tried it with Colby and he's like this game sucks Cliff and I'm like fine (laughs) and so then I started it a third a fourth time and I don't know like maybe I just need to buy the second one now and forget about it (laughs) because I've played the first three hours of the first one enough times that eh, whatever alright that it for you this week Dylan? yeah I think so cool uh, I played Stardew, which I already talked about. Um, I guess one thing to note is that Surrey Valley just passed 10 million copies sold, which is a lot for an indie game made by one guy. Um, yeah. <laughs> he's doing okay now. Um, and uh, I've also been playing my time at Porsche and I, I almost I, I kind of want to put this out here, but I don't know if I really want to know the answer to it. Um, but Colby's played it. So maybe you can tell me whether I want to know the answer to it or not. Um, one of the, the thing that I would say separates, and I, you can correct me if I'm wrong here too. The thing that separates my time at Porsche from Stardew Valley is that Stardew Valley is a game that is more about, um, farming than my time at Porsche, which is a game more about creating thing, building things, building objects, building stuff. Uh I would say that, um, and my Time at Portia has this interesting, um, like, so you are, My Time at Porsche is set in a, like, post-apocalyptic society where humans are rebuilding society essentially on top of uh, the I, metaphorical ashes of the society that came before them. And I don't know, do you ever find out what happened to the society
2: before them, or is it just? It's kind of, like, vaguely hinted here and there. yeah. But I don't know offhand
0: but there's there's like two factions within my time at Portia and one is the Church of Light um, and the other is essentially just this kind of research science group and the Church of Light thinks that the 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 downfall the reason that the first civilization fell was because like a dependence on and uh, the advancement of technology like it, it at some point in time caused a war, caused us something. And the the science people are like, you know, you know, maybe it did, but at the same time it gave us great things. It gave us all these inventions which would make our day to day life easier. And the the tension between those two in the game is really minimal. Like you can choose to give um essentially you like the currency that you deal with both of them in is CD ROM discs that you mine from these different um like kind of archeological ruins and you can give the church of light data discs and they'll give you essentially farming stuff. They'll give you seeds. They'll give you plants. They'll give you planters to plant those things in. And the research place, you'd say, Hey, I'm going to give you 10 discs. And then like three or four days later, they give you back like blueprints for, um, a new way to make a, a printing press or, a new furnace to cook um, your ore in, that kind of thing. And I guess my question for you, Colt, is there's no way to win that game by just becoming a farmer by getting stuff from the Church of Light. Like, you don't have the ability to say, like, hey, I think they're right. I just want to farm stuff, right? Um... Because the quest in the game, the way to move the game forward, is to change in your data disks for plans in order to to move the plot forward.
2: I don't know because I'm not sure if the, like, quote-unquote end is time-based or if it is, like, you finally built this based. I don't remember which one it is. If it's time-based, you can farm all you want. And
0: so you could just farm and is and so you might be able to like Stardew Valley at where you just get a bigger and bigger and bigger farm.
2: Yeah, I like I said I don't remember Yeah. um offhand like well because I mean quite frankly there is no end to that game. Um It does roll credits at some point though, right? I don't know. Interesting. Like there is like what is supposed to be like the end. Sure. But I mean, I I got to that and then played for probably another thirty hours past interesting. that. Interesting. I just
0: so I think it's really interesting. I was talking to Dylan about this the other day. I think it's really interesting that the game gives you like this these two things, but
2: then doesn't really. Yeah, but I like I never really saw it as much of a like a faction kind of thing. I mean, like, but... you kind of had the Church of Light like going like, Hey, don't do that, and then you like. The game made it pretty obvious that, like, they're just kind of wackadoos and you don't have to listen to them. I yes you could side with them but and it clear you're, you're 100% right you're it's
0: very like they are the only ones that really raise it as a problem like it and they're, and they're very nice about it you know it's, it's very much like man I really wish those research people would stop doing this because you know it just led to so many problems before but there's no there's no detriment to doing it and I just kind of wonder if it would have been a more interesting game if that had been a thing you pick like you, you choose yeah. a faction and I mean it could have even spread to the townspeople, like where some of the townspeople side with the Church of Light and some of the townspeople side with
2: the the research people.
0: I think it would have made an interesting game.
2: I find it funny. I think like everyone still just goes to the Church of Light on Sunday, though. Absolutely. I I actually don't know. Is it Petra? Is she the the nerdy girl yeah 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 i can't remember if she goes but i she might actually just go to church on sunday that was always like the easiest time to find people because you're like oh they're all at the church it,
0: i actually i've never noticed that i'm three months yeah. into it i've never noticed they all go to church on sunday okay. interesting huh good for them mm. all right uh dylan where are we doing News, absolutely, man! You just hit every peak on every microphone. They've heard that through my. That's what I do. It's a good, man. I appreciate it. Um, what I do. So, Torchlight Frontiers is. Well, I guess. I guess maybe to even take it back a step, Remedy. Remedy? No, not Remedy. Runic Games, I believe. Runic Games. Yeah, made the first two Torchlight games, and then they got bought out and. Shuttered. Um, they were a Seattle-based developer, and it was kind of sad. I felt bad when, when that happened because Torchlight 1 and 2 are both very, 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 very good games. And the company that now owns the IP of that um, decided they were going to make a, a new Torchlight game. They were calling it Torchlight Frontiers. And I played it two years ago um, at PAX. It was actually probably the longest line I've ever waited in at PAX. But I loved the first, first two Torchlight games, so I was really excited about it. About playing it, and and while I was waiting in line, I got to talk to one of the developers, and I'm like, "Hey, so, uh, so what? You know, what? What? T- tell me about the game a little bit." And he was more vague than anyone I've ever talked to. He was like, "Well, maybe it's going to be a free to play game, or or maybe it won't be a free to play game, or maybe it'll be a." MMO, or maybe it'll just have co-op, or maybe. And I'm like, wow, I I think I would have had this. (laughs) Do you know what your game is? Yeah, he's like, it's it's a torchlight game, but we don't know what kind. And I'm like,
2: is it your first day?
0: Yeah, it was really weird. And so I I played it, and I actually did not have a very great opinion of it. It felt really weird and rubbery, and the weapons felt terrible, and whatever. But it went into, like, a like a beta a while ago. And even though I actually have access to the beta, I've never played it. Um, but apparently, as they were going through the beta, they're like, okay, so it's going to be a free-to-play game. It's going to be online always. And it's going to be an MMO. And everyone's like, you know, that that really doesn't work for us. We'd really prefer just Torchlight 3. Um, if you could just make that instead. And they're like, oh, okay, maybe we'll just make that instead. <laughs> and so they announced yesterday that it's going to get renamed. It is now Torchlight 3. It is going to be a online or offline traditional AARPG just like Torchlight 1 and 2 that you can play co-op and it's going to cost money. <laughs> so... Uh. And, and apparently it's still coming out this summer. <laughs> so I... I don't, that scares the crap out of me that a company can be so like, hey, we know what we're making. Then they're like, we got some feedback. I mean, normally like you get feedback. You're like, hey, we've adjusted a couple models and made some animations better. And maybe like, and, and this wasn't early access either. This was just a beta. It wasn't like, hey, we're not sure what we're doing and we want to put it in early access for two years so we can do, you know, find out what the community wants. This was, it was a beta that, I guess the community just was very, very targeted in their feedback. So, I'm, I am excited about it. I think as long as it hits like a reasonable, like I'm not going to pay sixty dollars for Torchlight three. Um, when I paid like twenty bucks for one and two. Yeah. Um. But like, if it comes out in like a you know like a decent price, I, I'll give it a try. I I loved the first two, so so we'll see. I guess. Um, so I, I get a lot of press releases, uh, because of, of doing the podcast and I got one yesterday from Atari and, and I always read the Atari press releases because they mostly have been about the Atari VCS that like stupid system that they claim to be making, but have yet to ship any of and and they're always very funny because they're always so positive and happy that the Atari VCS is coming and they just can't wait for you to get one and they've partnered with all kinds of people and it's going to be great. And every time you do it, it's always almost followed by, like, they released one probably two months ago and it was followed by, like, three articles from people doing research about it that say, hey, it's garbage, it's never coming out. So <laughs> I pay attention to them. Aye. And when I opened it up yesterday, I, I was expecting Atari VCS news. And instead what I got is that Atari is going to start making hotels. And, like... I don't even know what that means. Like, if Xbox, like if Microsoft had said, like, hey, we want to start making, like, destination hotels... I would go like, well, it doesn't make a lot of sense, but Xbox has a lot of money. Maybe, maybe they maybe there's a reason. Maybe maybe they see a need. Um Even if like Nintendo had done this, I might go like I guess that might make sense, maybe. But when Atari does it, I'm like, how does Atari have enough money to like buy a trailer that they could put in someone's backyard, let alone like they included a concept drawing and it is a huge hotel that is made up of the Atari logo. And
2: I don't know. I, I just don't know. What do you what do you think? Does Atari have enough pull to like I like a Nintendo one? You can theme it and it's gonna be awesome. Like you know, I, I think if Nintendo opened one, you know, somewhere yeah. around me, like yeah, you'd go. You yeah. know, you got cool Nintendo stuff. Like, what what's Atari's big game? Like Pong, Pitfall.
0: I don't I don't I don't. But know, you know man. what
2: I mean. Like what? I know it's, it's Pong. Does yeah. does does Atari own any IP? I'm sure
0: they do. But th- I think the thing that's crazy right now is the Atari company that exists now is not even the Atari company that existed no. back in the day. Like my understanding is they only have like four employees. <laughs> I, I don't I don't understand, but what they what they have said is that it will be a unique lodging experience combining the iconic brand with one of a kind video game themed destinations. Um so I like. In my question is: Is it like? Have you ever stayed at a hotel and you, yes. you open up your TV? Oh. <laughs> Was it Atari themed? Uh, no, no. Have you ever opened it up and you're like, why is there a Nintendo 64? <laughs> In the entertainment center and wait, they want me to pay hourly to pay for this Nintendo 64. Like this doesn't make any sense. It's $10 an hour to play a Nintendo 64. Like, do you think this is going to be the thing where you open it up and every single room has like an Atari Atari 2600 in it? Um, Anyway, they it's going to be the kind of place that is going to have VR and AR games as well as state of the art venues and studios to accommodate esports events and at at some of their venues I think they're
2: even gonna have like esports arenas. So just a quick Google search. In nineteen ninety eight JTS, who apparently owned Atari at that point, sold all Atari properties to Hasbro for five million dollars. Something tells me that they're you know, whatever hasn't gone up. So why? Right? Like I, yeah, I can't I, think of I, like a, a a company that was like this. That you know, like here's a new Coke hotel, like something right? that it's, hasn't been relevant in so long but suddenly <laughs> is like, we really need to be relevant.
0: It's super weird, but I mean. This it appears they're going to be like breaking ground in the first one's going to be in Phoenix, Arizona this spring. So, I mean, I I don't know, like my sister-in-law lives in Phoenix, so I guess if they build this thing, I guess next time I go see her, I could stay at a Atari hotel. Um, and they're gonna, there. there's plans for one in Las Vegas. Like, I think of all the places that make sense, Las Vegas probably makes the most sense because people will do stupid stuff in Las Vegas. Um, but then there's gonna be one in Denver, which seems really weird. Like, Chicago, okay. Austin, maybe okay. Um, apparently there's gonna be one here in Seattle, San Francisco, and San Jose. So, I. I'm just so confused by this. It was literally the weirdest press release I've ever seen. But whatever, I guess. I guess I, I don't know. If if you would stay in an Atari hotel, let us know because I'm I want to know who their target audience is. Hey
2: guys, want to go to the Lynx restaurant? <laughs>
0: I guess the thing is too is like you know this is going to be expensive. Like this isn't going to be like a, you know, hey, 89.99 a night. This is oh. going to be like a $250 a night Atari hotel experience. Then and after- you know that you're going to pay for everything on top of that. Like this isn't hey, you get to stay here and you get free VR. It's going to be a hey, you stay here for 200 bucks a night and the VR is $45. Like, you know that.
2: So. Afterwards, we can go to the ColecoVision spa. Right? <laughs> it's just so weird. It's so weird. But
0: whatever. Uh, in other news that is weird, um, Final Fantasy VII, as you may or may not care, I, I was kind of in the not care um, line, but it got pushed back to April 10th. And Square Enix apparently has a new policy where if they push back a game, you have to reconfirm your pre-order. So if you pre-ordered this game specifically through the, like the Square Enix store, um, not if you bought it through Best Buy or Amazon or whatever, um, you have to reconfirm your pre-purchase. So they're going to send you an email sometime uh, soon and you have to reconfirm by February 28th or they just cancel your order. And according to them, um, We will not be able to reinstate your pre-order based on limited quantities available. So, if you, there, there are limited quantities that the people making this game have copies of, I guess? And they will just cancel your pre-order and you won't get one. And you have no way to fix it if you don't do it before February 28th. So if you pre-ordered Final Fantasy seven, pre-ordered it directly from Square themselves, make sure to uh, to fix that. Or they will not send you a copy of the game and you'll be sad come April 10th. Maybe. Maybe it'll be terrible and you won't be sad at all. It's hard to say. Uh, okay, so, so we talked about this. Colby shook his head. He is a non-believer. Why why do you not believe there are there's going to be a KOTOR remake?
2: Well, one because they can't do it the the same way that Kotor was originally. you can't have as my understanding is at least with how Disney Canon works is you cannot have a canon disney game a Canon Star Wars game that has multiple endings oh really yeah that because, I mean that's been,
0: because oh. different ones of them would
2: be canon yeah. yeah. You, you can't, have, I mean, it's it's not like oh, a, interesting. oh, this one's canon, and this one, from what I've kind this of This is heard, the
1: real ending.
2: Yeah, like, I mean, with, with, like, Force Unleashed and KOTOR and stuff, they always had, like, the canon ending, but you could do the other ones. But from kind of what I've heard and stuff is that Disney really wanted to get away from that kind of ambiguity of Star Wars. Right. Yeah.
0: Interesting. So, Interesting. according to multiple different people, there is a KOTOR being developed currently by some EA studio. And the, the rumor is, is that, well, there's kind of two separate rumors. One is that they're just remastering KOTOR itself, the first Knights of the Old Republic. Um, the second one, which I think actually sounds slightly more plausible, is that they're doing a... Uh, almost a based on where it's a it's a KOTOR remake that will take parts from the first one parts for the second one push them together make a single story out of the two games and make any changes required to make it fit in the current canon
2: Um, but like I mean with the current canon there is nothing as far as I know I mean, this is just kind of vague, based on. If anyone knew, it would be you that would need to be changed. Like, there's only, there's literally nothing in it that is canon currently, and, there's, and, and we, so there's nothing that's even mentioned. I mean, like maybe, like, maybe hey, we planets? saw that
0: encyclopedia that we talked about like two weeks ago. Yeah, you but
2: know. so revan has been mentioned, and yeah, I mean, but past that, there's literally nothing. So, so.
0: I guess what you're saying is it's, it, KOTOR is, is 100% not canon currently, no. and so to bring it into canon means nothing.
2: Yeah, well, I mean, like, literally they could, if you just had the storyline, you could go, it's canon, and nothing would change. And it's set, like, 5,000 years before yeah, the movie, Yeah, that's, right? I mean, it, yeah, it it's set so far back that it's not like, oh, you know, like, there's... Luke's not in it. Yeah, there's not some, like, character you've heard of from the movies. It is a very far away thing.
0: Interesting. And so, like
2: I, like I said, I, I if they did it as, if they did the mixture of the two, but had it be like a linear thing, I can see it. I wonder more if they're just actually bringing in the Old Republic to the canon that versus be. we're going to bring, like, specifically this into the canon. I don't know. It, it, yeah. it, it seems real hanky.
0: It uh, The only thing that, that kind of makes me believe that it might be relatively... Well, I mean, I, I believe it because I want to believe it because I really want to play KOTOR, but I really don't want to play yeah. a game that old, um, is that the the combat style in KOTOR is a real-time but possible combat, which is the exact same as combat in the Dragon Age games. And so mm. they already have an engine that would be able to handle essentially the KOTOR storyline without having to like make the frostbite engine do new magical
2: things. It seems like it's slightly different than Dragon, Dragon Age. The Dragon Age. Does it pause immediately when
0: you start fighting? Yes. Yeah. And I think I've only played a little bit of Dragon Age. Yeah, I beat Dragon I Age, I think but it it's did been... too. Yeah. But I wonder if it would be a... Like, I don't want to say easy because nothing about game development is easy, but like, so many of the problems EA's had with building games has been that the engine that they use in house, the Frostbite engine, just does not function well with the games they want to make. And this might be a, like, imagine me doing air quotes, like, an easy win. Like, bring a game in. I I mean, I think the other half of that to think about is EA is absolutely under the gun now to make an EA, to make a Star Wars game that somebody wants to play. Um, the Star Wars Battlefront games have been good but not great. Um, the first one sold pretty well. The second one did not. Um, I, I don't think that uh, the the new one it might have sold pretty well, but I think it got kind of shaky reviews. Uh, some people really liked it. A lot of people didn't, um, and that's what they've made. You know, yeah. there's <laughs> there's not much else considering that they've had that license since like what twenty.
2: 14 Here's the thing though, I don't think Disney cares. In what way? I don't think Disney cares if they have, you know, everyone's like, look at all of these games that we have. Disney doesn't care about games. Disney That's has true. never cared about yeah. games. Yeah, I can't Disney's just that. Disney's could easily have their own game studio. Yeah. And they don't. They just farm out to whoever. Disney yeah. does not care about games they care about money but i mean for all of those people who are like look at back before ea bought you know or had the thing how many disney games or how many star wars games there were for every two that were good there were five that were just shovelware crap
0: yeah it's true and
2: i don't know if disney wants that i don't i don't know if disney cares
0: I The only reason I think that a game like this might be a win is it, it, it's not necessarily here or there that Disney cares about it, but Disney does care about that IP, and they've got to be coming up relatively quickly. EA had a 10-year license yeah. on it, um, and if you get to the end of 10 years and go like, hey, we made uh, three games, yay, um, it's... It, my guess is EA wants to keep that license, and it, and they would prefer if they didn't give it to
2: Activision Blizzard or but, or someone I mean, like that. Like like I said though, Disney may just go fine, whatever. Yeah, they absolutely make, might. make three more games. We don't care. We yeah. make you know we have movies that you know are the highest grossing movies of all time. Yeah, compared to what you're making with that, we just don't care. Yeah. I just wonder
0: if there's a strong argument for, like, an Activision Blizzard who has an incredibly good track record with, um, like, the Call of Duty games, or um, a, I, who,
2: who's the publisher for Grand
0: Theft Auto? Um,
2: here's the thing, take, I don't, f- take two? yeah, I don't think yeah. Disney wants a, like, uh, again, I mean, I'm just spitballing here, but, I mean, they don't want, you know, yes, Call of Duty releases every year, but, <laughs> Disney can't even do that with movies. Yeah, they 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 feel for some reason Marvel can release four Marvel movies a year and everyone's going like yay, but Disney releases one a year and people are talking about Star Wars fatigue. Yeah. So I don't know if Disney is super hot on like <laughs> yeah no we need to push out Star Wars games. That's fair. I That's mean they're all they're already postponing the hugely anticipated Ewan McGregor Kenobi disney plus thing and I mandalorian's that, doing phenomenal so i heard like, that
0: ewan mcgregor says that that's not true no.
2: well either way but yeah. like i mean I, I don't think that they're real i don't think disney cares about video games yeah
0: no i don't disagree and i i think the thing is is that i don't know if there's another company i mean like i don't think it's any secret that i'm a huge disney fan um i don't know if there's another company that i wish would get more into video games like, oh yeah i, yeah. I I I played a lot of terrible Disney games just because I like Disney. Um, yeah. you know, I wish they would get more into I wish they I wish they'd have their own studio again. I yeah. wish I wish that they would reopen um their little buy toys and play games thing. Um and just do it better. I I think
2: they're perfectly happy licensing yeah. the thing, and I'm guessing EA can pay them a ton of money to do it. And so Fine, if you want to release three games a year, or a decade, whatever. I'll we, be honest. We we paid $70 billion, so we have $70 billion for, you know, Fox... Thing so yeah they're not hurting for money no. so i just and don't I mean, know i think
0: that's the reality is is like the lucas arts license yeah. the lucas license in general was not that expensive they paid five billion dollars six billion, yeah whatever you know yeah. i mean that's that's nothing that's nothing so they don't have it's not like they have to make roi on that they've yeah they're they're fine they already have um they already the, have the movies they've released
2: have. have probably you know outgrossed that yeah uh, well, and the rides and the Disneyland yeah. and the. You want to hear something stuff. just a little off-topic that I find crazy? Sure. That when Disney bought Fox, they were uh, counter-offered by Comcast to buy Fox, and Comcast was willing to pay sixty-five million dollars cash. Wow. Or billion? Sorry, sixty-five billion dollars cash. Like and, that was. That was and like they took. They and they took seventy in stock. Yeah, seventy-five. I think or seventy. Yeah, I mean. So, I just want to point out that apparently Comcast has seventy-five billion 60, dollars, yeah, like, <laughs> and that maybe
0: that should be probably, probably not, just probably not.
2: Want to throw that one out there a little yeah. bit? Uh,
0: next, if you have speaking of not Netflix, um. <laughs> And you're right, like, I feel very old saying that I have never heard Toss a Coin to the Witcher, um, because apparently it is everywhere. It's had, like, 75 remixes. Mm-hmm. It, there's a rap version of Toss a Coin to the Witcher. I've heard um,
2: about this. I've heard I've plenty heard about it.
0: it. <laughs> I think the, su- the the thing is, is I haven't even gotten to episode two of The Witcher yet. I haven't even watched, from, yeah. I haven't watched one. The first episode was fine, absolutely fine. I liked it a lot. Um, it, was, it was very
2: much what I expected from The Witcher. I just need to get around to episode two. I have a list of TV shows I need to watch that is just getting longer without me watching any of them, so... Is The Witcher on it? Not yet. It will probably be it on It should there. be, yeah. It's
0: good. Yeah. Um, anyway, this song, if you're unfamiliar with it, as of, I think today, uh, you'll be able to go on Apple music and Spotify and hear it. Like, I mean, not like it was probably super hard to go listen to if you, you know, before it was on Apple music and Spotify, but now you can add it as a favorite into your, your playlists on those. Uh, the full soundtrack will be available, uh, on the tw- January 24th, which was four days ago. So cool. This is old news, but you should, you should go get it there. Um, I guess if you're wondering how successful The Witcher has been, 76 million Netflix subscribers have watched at least two minutes of it, which is a lot, a lot, a lot. Like a lot, a lot, a lot. A lot, a lot. Um, and they're uh, bringing out an anime version of it called uh, The Witcher Nightmare of the Wolf, which is going to be a new anime. I believe it's actually a a movie that is hmm. going to feature The Witcher. So there's no shorter of The Witcher. Um did you guys see the quote from? So they interviewed the author about. <laughs> I wish I, I don't think I actually have it right here. Did I? You did mean I, my new hero? Yeah, man, this dude's amazing. Um, they interviewed him and said, so like, how, uh, you know, how much did you have to do with, um, you know, making the Witcher movie? And he's like, as little as possible, but by choice, because I really don't <laughs> like working at all like I hate working and they're like oh okay cool and he's like so how did you feel about hearing that they are going to print an extra 500,000 copies of your book he's like how do you think <laughs> I felt like I was not disappointed <laughs> <laughs> I've never seen a dude who just like you know you, you know what not. questions you're going to get answered but this diet just just does not give two of them uh, he doesn't um, give a fart he doesn't... Uh, yeah, okay. Um, <laughs> the new Doolittle movie, there is a farting scene in it that is so, so awful. It lasts for like three minutes. And it's a dragon, and they use the phrase, I could taste that one. It's a bad movie. <laughs> Yikes. Uh, Rocket League. Colby and I have both, probably combined, put 1,500 hours into Rocket League. Probably... Yeah. Yeah, I've put approximately four minutes into the Mac version of it. It does not run on any Mac I own, really. Um, You should get your money back. I should absolutely get my money back. So... Uh, Rocket League announced that they are going to be updating Rocket League to DirectX 11 from DirectX 9. And that essentially means that they will no longer be able to support the Mac and Linux versions of it because they'd actually have to keep like two separate development tracks. And they're just not willing to do it. They ran the numbers and they're like 0.3% of people play this game on the Mac and Linux combined. Um, And with the new with the new uh, OS X update, it probably actually currently right now doesn't run on it at all if you have the the most current version of, of Mac OS because it has to be a 64-bit app and it is not. <laughs> so, um, you know, I guess that's... A, I, I've never actually mentioned that, but if you are a Mac gamer and you have not updated to the most recent version of Mac OS, don't because you'll lose, like, 80% of your Steam library, which is a bummer. Um... As an aside, but anyway, so as of uh, later this year, they are going to just there is no longer going to be a Mac and a Linux version of it, which sucks because like it took forever for it to come out in the first place. But if you need a refund, you can go to the Steam support website, select purchases, select Rocket League, select I would like a refund. Then I'd like to request a refund from the reason drop down. Select my issue isn't listed and write please refund my Mac Linux version of Rocket League. Psyonix will be discontinuing support and they will give you your. I don't know, 10 to $20 back, depending on how much you paid for it. So bad news is no more Rocket League on Max Linux. Good news is, is like Sionix is being a good guy and giving your money back if you bought it. So um, I probably have like three copies of Rocket League that I have never installed. I should just install all of them and get them all refunded. I can make like <laughs> $40. bucks. All right, Dylan, this is your story, and I liked it a lot. Um, sometimes all it takes to win a Pokemon tournament is to enter. Do you want to tell me how and why?
1: Um, I thought this was hilarious. I that, did too. Um, a I can't remember who with the name of the the person. Like I can't. I can't her name like is here. Carolyn. Um, Carolyn. Oh so no, that is her mother. So that Pam is the mother. Pam, Pam is the player. Pam is a Pokemon trading card game player. And she, I think her mom, like, asked if she could watch. Oh, I apologize.
0: Carolyn is the daughter who is
1: the Pokemon card player. Pam is her mom. Pam is the mom. Okay, so Carolyn was asked by her mom if her mom could watch her play. On the, at the tournament this weekend and I think it was a pre-release and pre-releases are kind of for those who don't play card games they're pretty casual because it's like everyone gets to play with the new cards and no one actually knows what the new cards are so it's it's a really fun thing it's not as competitive as playing um like structured um trading card games um and uh the mom went a step further and was like I'll play or I think uh, the daughter asked her if she, hey, why don't you you just try to play it and taught her how to play. And not only did the mom beat her daughter, actually placed top eight in the tournament. Out of 40. Um, (laughs) So it's just a fantastic story. Um, And yeah, it probably would only happen at one of these casual events, but uh, for a first-time player, maybe. Um, Any mom out there, go for it. I'm sure you can top eight any any card game that you want to get into. It's
0: a a really cute story. and The mom looks so happy.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah.
1: Because, like, how cool is that? Uh, Not only, like, for the mom, but, like, I could imagine, like, that's a dream come true if I could have got my mom to play, like, Pokemon cards with with me and then, like, be better than everyone else that day. Like, that's such a cool thing. Like, I tried to get my mom to, like, play Halo once, and she just looked at the ground or the the sky the whole time um, because that that third dimension just was not working for her. So... In your Um, mom's defense, like the first five minutes I played Halo when I got my OG Xbox was spent
0: looking at the floor and looking at the ceiling, looking at the floor, looking at the ceiling. By
2: five, you mean like first two hours. Yeah, roughly.
0: Mostly I love this picture of her winning because it's it's. they took a picture of the top eight people that won. And there's like one dude who just like looks so uninterested. He's not even looking at the camera. He's looking like (laughs) 10 feet to the camera's shoulder. There's one dude who's like hiding behind his Pokemon cards. And then like the other five people like, Oh, well, hey, we won! And this lady, like, fanning out her Pokemon cards, like, has the biggest smile on her face. She's <laughs> like, she had a great time. So, I think, I think the moral of this story is like, put yourself out there. Try,
1: try, just try, try I mean, it. What do you have to lose? People play these games for a reason. It says they're fun, right? Absolutely. In a lot of cases, like most, like, if you try something, you'll probably like it. Whether that becomes your new hobby, maybe, maybe not. But um, I think people would find that they enjoy. Things that they might not realize. Yeah,
0: absolutely.
1: All right, so I think
0: uh, we've all muted someone in video games before, and by someone, I mean, like, given the option, I will just mute everyone before they can say a word <laughs> to me. I uh, often mute your kid when we play. It, I I didn't live with him, I probably would too. I think it's fair. So uh, this guy, his name's Omro. A-M-R-O? Is that how you say <laughs> that, you think? Omro? L- Ellen sorry um... Was was really mad because the the MMO Runescape was Runescape the game like me and you played with our friend Mitch like fifteen years ago? No,
2: that was Anarchy Online. Ah, oh, bummer.
0: Anyway, he played RuneScape and and he got uh he got server muted from what it sounds like. Like the guy was a big enough, you know, online dick to like get server muted in this game, <laughs> which in an MMO must be kind of crappy <laughs> when you can talk to absolutely no one. Um he oh, appealed no, it to, sounds great. <laughs> <laughs> he appealed, um, it with, with the makers of the game and they ruled against him. <laughs> so, of course, what do you do next? You file a lawsuit. And he specifically filed a DIY lawsuit <laughs> against these people, uh, saying they violated his right to free speech and due process. Um, this lawsuit was shockingly, instantly dismissed. I was going to say, was he
2: laughed out of court or did he make it to the court? <laughs> the judge um,
0: declared that his claims were implausible (laughs) and gave him very um, lawyerly reasons why First Amendment doesn't apply to free speech with companies you know so on and so forth was RuneScape run by the government and I didn't notice that or so what do you do when you've been slapped down by one judge take it You take it obviously
1: higher? take it to another. You, We're going to take this all the way to
0: the Supreme Court if we have to. You obviously appeal this. I need a this, second opinion. Um, immediately. So he, uh, he took it to another thing, um, claiming a, a different set of claims that based on the 14th Amendment <laughs> that... What? Uh, right anyway you'll be shocked to find out that uh he lost he also lost that um lawsuit and then you like you dig it into a little bit more um he's filed 10 lawsuits in the last year and a half including four in july of 2019 only one of them was against a video game company
2: yes colby is it the 14th amendment the one that freed the slaves uh, I don't... That's
1: s- the 15th. <laughs> was it? I, think it? I think it would be better if it was, but... I believe so. Anyway.
2: the no, 14th Amendment to the Constitution granted citizenship and equal civil and legal rights to African American and slaves.
1: Hmm. Oh, yeah, discriminate. That's what he's claiming. He's claiming discrimination. He's- uh, you'll but be, it's not. You'll be it obviously did not work. It was not a good...
0: <laughs> you'll be shocked to find out that, um, the... Runescape was also not run by a, the state, which is a prerequisite to filing yeah, a, yeah. against the Fourteenth Amendment. Um, anyway, he, uh, he he lost. He also is currently suing Tinder. Is <laughs> um, <laughs> it's this guy's kind of shtick? Actually, he wanted to file a class action lawsuit against Tinder,
2: and they told him he couldn't because he wasn't a lawyer. <laughs> so so I, I can't get too into this, but I will say that I am aware of a person. Are you also who, suing Tinder? No. Okay. Who filed so many lawsuits in the state of California that they are no longer able to file lawsuits.
0: Well, this is a story you will have to tell me offline. It it
2: has to like it has to meet a very certain criteria, but they are not allowed to file lawsuits in the state of California. That's amazing. I didn't know that was a thing. I did not either. The good news is
0: is that you can continue to mute people on your video games with just impunity. Mute away, because you will not uh, (laughs) apparently it will not stand up to a lawsuit. I don't know, people are dumb. Uh, normally, we talk about our patreon before we do news, but I'm not a very good host, so we're going to do it now. Yay! <laughs> if you are think like, if you listen to this show and in- enjoy the witty banter that we bring to it, we have witty Banter, right? Witty. Yay! Witty. You uh you can support us on Patreon. Uh we have a dollar tier, we have a three dollar tier, we have a seven dollar tier and a ten dollar tier. If you are a ten dollar patron, you can I can't find the list. There it is. The list of active patrons. We will say your name. We will say nice things about you always because you're all incredible. Our $10 patron. Where are my active patrons? I don't even know how this works anymore. This is the most confusing thing in the entire world. You people are all (sighs) fantastic. I found your names. Your names are Alan Schulte, Austin Palmer, Brian Henniger, Joel Cole Jr., John Tippins, Kevin Schold, Megan Phillips and Tom McDermott you're all amazing and we appreciate you greatly so if you would like to be one of those people mentioned you can go to patreoncom slash bite me podcast throw us a buck or three or ten and uh, eventually we'll spend it on something cool like I don't know a big party um make igloos somewhere I don't know party. We'll, we'll do something cool anyway questions are you guys ready
2: oh I'm
1: ready I'm s- my body is ready.
0: We're so close to the Diablo or Bob Ross thing. We just have to get a little bit further. Deli, <laughs> the first question is from... Hey, yo, Vinny. Vinny. What are, you, what are you doing? Vinny's back at school. We wish him the best of luck this semester. I know. Get- <laughs> See, <laughs> what I'm holding out is Vinny's going to school to be an accountant And uh, eventually, Bite Me Podcast is going to get so big that we need an accountant, and we're just going to hire Vinny to do it. He'll have no experience, but I don't think that that's a problem. Like, I don't think accounting is one of those things that you need experience to do, right? Can you
2: count? (sighs) Can you use an abacus? Then
0: you're good. You can account on that. Do you know what a double ledger is? Yeah. Yes. It's two ledgers. Exactly, I guess. I don't know. I'm not going to school for accounting. I'm going for business management. It's really just as boring as as accounting, to be honest. Whatever. Vinny wants to know, if you could create a reality TV show based off one video game franchise, what is it and what would it be
2: about? Hmm. A reality TV show. Can we just base something on 90 Day Fiance? I don't know what that is. Uh, I mean, pretty much the name implies what it is. I didn't do, you, think that... do you become a fiance for ninety days? No, or... no, you have a fiance for ninety days. Just like a random one. I I don't know. I've never actually seen the show, but no, uh... I think
1: I think the idea is that um you're like expediting the process. Yeah, yeah. Like, oh, oh, so like it like. Within, you're a fiance for 90 days. Oh, so you then, get
0: engaged and then you get married 90 days later.
1: It's, right. It's long so, distance relationships. So like what turmoil is going to happen once you actually meet in person and then yeah.
0: I I had a coworker that met a girl dated and they got married in less than 90 days. So I don't see yeah. how this is even hard. Oh,
2: was it uh um, Dwayne? Absolutely it was. Yeah, I, I wasn't going to use his name. I was going to go with Rick Why? Moranis. It'll be, yeah, oh, no. man,
0: the dude looks so much like Rick Moranis. He was like... I mean, at the time I was like 22 and he was like 24 and he looked like a 45-year-old Rick Moranis. It wasn't great. I'm still friends with him on Facebook.
2: Anyway. Why? <laughs> so he can invite you to his parties so that he can write off as a tax deductible. <laughs> He's All the right, Who bought the dog?
0: He's a gatekeeper. I'm the key master. Uh, anyway, yeah, Dwayne, I should dig up his website and put it in the show notes. <laughs> I was just
2: going to say, <laughs> is his website
0: still up?
2: It's true love. I, I mean, it every day? I, I don't know. I think GeoCities are angel fireable, <laughs> non-existent anymore. But
0: All right. So I am thinking if you were going to do a, a – a TV show, a reality TV show based off of a video game. I think you've you've got like two different kinds of maybe three different kinds, like like you could always do like a survival style a survivor style game where you throw like all the characters from Smash Brothers together and they have to to survive on, you know, an island, um which is kind of fun.
2: See, um, I was gonna go with Dead Island that is just, you know, a Survivor kind of show. Survivor on
1: a zombie island.
2: Where you can vote people off. But occasionally people just get killed by zombies. Oh, that is good.
0: I want to figure out, like... So my... I don't watch much reality TV. And in fact, probably the only reality TV show that I've ever watched is Hoarders. And so I want to figure out a way to make Hoarders and video games together. But I I haven't quite... I haven't quite... (laughs) Where do you where do you put those together? Like, uh, like the uh, oh, like the Edith Finch game, game. yeah. <laughs> like the Edith Finch game mixed with hoarders. Like Matt shows up and he's like, "Man, you sure have a lot of books, lady." <laughs> <laughs> I I don't know. Hoarders is the greatest reality TV show ever. Absolutely. Um, but I can't think of like so so. Oh no no! I've got it. We're gonna mix layers of fear and hoarders (laughs) they show up there's some crazy dude who's been hoarding like you know bits of his wife's hair and he's making paintings out of them and there's also a possum living there for no particular reason
2: what if we did hoarders but you had to dig through the stuff and then you could do like kind of a a moonlighter thing where you sold it but just so you could sell it to show these people that no this really isn't going to be worth money someday it's only worth two dollars
0: (laughs) now I <laughs> Moonlighter and Orders would be amazing. That's a
1: great that's really good. Alright, you got any ideas, Dylan? Oh, I was thinking about that move out game, like where you oh, where like, you're like yeah, a, yeah, yeah. a moving company. Like what if we had a like, competitive moving show? Oh, that's pretty like, good. Two identical houses that you have like you have two separate teams trying to move it the most efficiently, fastestly, without breaking stuff but obviously they break stuff obviously they break stuff
2: that actually sounds pretty good i'd,
1: I'd you could, watch that you
0: could
2: also do it kind of like a uh, surgeon simulator kind of thing where you gotta move oh. stuff but or like a quap where you yeah. gotta move stuff and uh you can't break it but you also can't walk yeah you can't walk
0: that sounds good i think it's good good question Vinny. thank you uh turn down for what asks what passive ability in video games have you always wanted in real life What's an example of a passive ability? Well, like a passive ability, health regeneration. Is, yeah, like health regeneration oh, yeah. would Great. be real nice. <laughs> um, I was thinking, like, I could use like some sort of talisman that gives me like. Oh, oh.
2: yes, Colby. I know, like straight off, like well rested. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I haven't been well-rested since no. I was a baby. Um,
0: I was thinking I could also use, like, it, one of two things. I could either, like, use, like, a plus five to agility so I could, like, I don't know, touch my own toes without getting out of breath. <laughs> um, or, like, uh, like plus five to, like, something that would make it so I stop running into walls. Um, spatial awareness, maybe? I think that's perception. Perception. perception yeah. yeah. Like, I mean, like Dylan can, can,
1: or dexterity,
0: dexterity. One of those, how often when I'm leaving our office, do I run into the door? <laughs> like three times a day? Like I could, often. I could
1: use some help there too
0: often. The worst part about our office is all of our, all the doors that lead into offices like mine and Dylan's have these like bar handles that you open them with and they are the exact height to get hooked in my shirt sleeves mm-hmm. when I walk by. So I'm walking all of a sudden I like do it like a very comical movie like and rip my (laughs) sleeve off. It's not great. All right. Next up Joe Coleslaw. If you could have a game change its point of view, what game would it be? First to third isometric to first. I personally like I used to really like first person shooters and I really do not like first-person shooters anymore. I want all games to have third-person view. I want to play
2: all games in third-person. Yeah. See, I I want more isometric like games, not like uh, uh, and and I don't mean like an XCOM kind of thing. I mean more like a kind of Diablo kind of like yeah. fast-paced. Uh, I, isometric games. I just want
0: more AAR,
2: AARPGs in general.
1: Yeah. Um, not to yeah. say AARP.
0: AARP. <laughs> I would like more games. I would like games that respect my time as a senior. Um, games that are I want, That is
1: what you generally ask.
0: I for. would like to get 15% off of my video games if I show them my AARP card. I would I just want this a little bit easier. No. I I'm not AARPG because I don't know what that stands for. ARPGs um alcoholic which, anonymous RPGs. Alcohol. I would like games that are better if I play them drunk. Uh no, I would like a I would just like more Diablo-style games. Yeah. They're great. Um and unfortunately, well, I don't a,
2: I that's the thing, like they're not always is like well, that's what a I was lot of say. times I play them and I'm like, eh, this isn't great. Yeah, but I, I want more better ones. I
0: right? want games that are more like Diablo, more like Torchlight, because all of the other games like we played what was that terrible, like free to play Diablo
2: clone? Do you remember that? Oh yeah, yeah. That one Yeah, it was bad. I can't it remember was what It was super bad.
0: It was not good. And I've played a lot of other games that I don't know, for some reason they always feel kind of like like the graphics are always kind of terrible and they always seem a little dark like what i really liked mm-hmm. about um like Diablo 3 and and the the Torchlight games is that they were kind of like even though they were very toomy and undergroundy and crypty they were still really bright and fun and the spells <laughs> were awesome and really over the top
2: and I, i'd love a Fallout oh, that's isometric yeah. again but not uh turn based i would love um
1: Fallout as Diablo would be pretty. Well, cool. I mean that's what like the first the same two. Kind of, the, the first loodiness. two
2: are isometric top, you know, games. Yeah. They're, they're just,
0: just strategy games. Yeah, yeah,
2: they're just turn-based. And
0: I, I would love for someone to, and unfortunately, I think Square Enix owns the license. Um, I, I would honestly love for someone to buy the Dungeon Siege license mm-hmm. and give it back to Gas Powered Games, Chris squire i want to say his name was sure. chris something and let them make a dungeon siege 3 already existed it was not very good um or what's that other game we played i don't remember the name of that game but colby and i my wife went out of town and i we started playing this game and i i can't remember what the name of it is for the life yeah, was, of me there's maybe it'll three come to you yeah um we started playing it at like five o'clock at night on Friday and we played until like one or two o'clock in the morning on Saturday morning, went to bed, woke up the next day at like 10 and started playing it with my third friend Mitch. And we played it from 10 o'clock in the morning until like eight thirty or nine the next morning. <laughs> and then like took my friend home and slept for three hours. And <laughs> then I had to go pick up my wife at the airport and whatever that game was, it was really good and it was kind of a Diablo esque kind of game. So long story short, I don't remember the name of it, but man, I'd love yeah. more of that.
2: <laughs> I'm trying to find it, and I I'm, I'm cannot remember anything Blanking. about it. Yeah. yeah. Uh I, I wouldn't mind
0: uh yeah. I think mostly for me though, I'd like I'd like all games just to give me the choice between first or third person. I know that's hard, but that'd be nice. Uh Mr. Polite wants to know, is there something that you take great great pride in that would be unusual? For example, when I give blood, the person always says, You have good veins and then it's one poke and the blood flows and <laughs> Hilarious. Can I borrow those? <laughs> yeah. Um, actually, I have those veins too. Well, I don't know. I haven't given right. blood in, in a while, but like one time in high school, they did a blood drive and I'm like, I'm going to do my, I don't, I guess that's not your civic duty. I don't know what your duty to donate blood is, but I'm going to donate some blood because it's what you do and it's, it's a good thing. And I sat down. And they, you know, they, they tied me off and, and, uh, well, I mean, first to that, um, you get, you know, the questions you get asked, uh, before you give blood, um, are Mike and Colby's neighbor was the one. Giving me those questions, it was Judy that lived across the street.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. And
0: she's like, "Do you want me to get someone else?" I'm like, "No, no, it's fine. Like, what's you know, it's no big deal. Like, and I'm like, I had never done it before, so I had no idea that she was going to directly ask me if I'd ever traded drugs for sex. <laughs> um, the answer was You're no. Like, yes. <laughs> if I if I hadn't known that they th- like, I know that they throw the blood away if you answer yeah. wrong. I would have answered yes, but. I I haven't. Oh, all the time. (laughs) Yeah, yeah.
2: With your husband. Oh.
0: How else Um, do you think I get drugs? But, uh... I I gave the blood and she's like, wow, you can really fill up a bag of blood fast. I'm like, thank you. And then there's a
2: bag like they were just holding like a target bag. She under you. she slit
0: my my wrist and I just dripped into this bag. She's like, you do that fast. I'm like, it's it's a you know thing. Anyway, I you know they fill up the the stuff and I like stood up and I had my orange juice and my cookie and I like walked out into the hallway and all of a sudden like the entire world just started going wavy. So maybe donating blood really fast is not a good thing, but it is nice when you can throw a needle in real quick. So are there things that you guys can do that you're very proud of?
2: Yeah. I went to get blood drawn and the lady tied my arm off, looked for a few minutes and then went, no, I think that's a vein, and then sh- immediately after saying that, shoved a needle in my arm. Which, Was it a vein? You, you know what you don't want to hear right before a needle goes in? I think that's a vein, because <laughs> that implies that you're not sure. <laughs> we, uh,
0: My mom... So, like, I guess I got my dad's veins. Maybe Colby got my mom's. My mom's, she has a problem with blood clots, and, like, eventually they get down to the part, like, we're going to have to start taking blood out of your toes because you don't have any veins left in your arm. My mom's, like, a heroin addict. Um, but she doesn't do heroin. She just can't give blood. Okay, so, back to the question. Neither of us have good... I've got good veins. You've got crappy veins. But that's that's not the question. Sacred! Sacred. Sacred 2. Sacred 2, specifically. No, was the, no, it was the first Sacred. Was it? never...
2: No, yeah, it was the first Sacred.
0: Mm. Anyway, that was the game we were talking about in the yeah, last question. <laughs> you're fine. I'm glad we got there. A sacred Gold, I think. Yeah. Yeah. Because uh, that was the one that introduced co-op, I think. Yeah. Anyway, Dylan, what can you do that other people can't do?
1: <laughs> I don't know if that was the question exactly. but um... <laughs> what, what, what is
0: a stupid thing that you can do that uh, that you're proud of for dumb reasons? i don't know yeah i don't,
2: I, I don't know either of any i mean
1: i've definitely like been complimented on weird things kind of like that like
0: dylan's very tall he can get things from top racks really easy mean,
1: yes the height thing is i mean people often comment on your height so i think there's some amount What's of pride the in, like up there <laughs> in in being in the top like 0.01 percentile of height in the world um which is absurd to think about that that's actually the case um I uh I am not as tall as Dylan
0: but uh I'm like almost one. so I'm I'm not like you're pretty yeah, tall, I'm not short but... and uh Dylan's 66 there's another guy we work with who's 66 and there's a dude in the office across us. I think is like 67 I got in the elevator once with just the three of
1: them and yeah. I've never
0: felt so short my entire life Right <laughs> It was more. interesting
1: cuz like uh, for work the last week like we met up with a former professional football player he wasn't even as tall as yeah, me yeah, so yeah. it's like it, it, it's weird when you th- you watch athletes on TV and you're like those guys are huge and then I go stand next to them and I'm actually they're just my size I'm just not very big like they're yeah. double wide uh-huh. compared to me but I am you, you know I what's even worse a
0: monster soccer players because soccer players oh, yeah. you see them on TV and like f- soccer players first of all are all super ripped because they run like I think they just have relatively low body fat too because they run so much I remember I I met uh, Nat Borchers, who was a player for Real Salt Lake. And I, I like go up to him, I'm like, he's like a little child. <laughs> he's like
2: 5'10 and like willowy. <laughs> you, you, you never met Olave. So. No, oh,
0: yeah. yeah. Olave was ripped. I, I never met, uh, uh, I wish I'd, I'd met, uh, oh shoot, what's his name? Uh, the super short guy that plays for Real Plata. now. Plata. Yeah. He's like 5'3". He doesn't, any,
2: doesn't anymore. Oh, did he get traded? Oh, yeah, oh, yeah he did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, well. Yeah. Uh, When I I stood behind Burrito, it was like the same thing. I'm like, I could pick you up and put you in my pocket. You're just a (laughs) tiny little guy. I
0: I would say things that I am – I don't want to say prideful, but like – I'm not a person that has great reaction times until I knock something off of something. And I'm a very good, like, I knock, and first of all, like, it's great because I'm super klutzy, but I'm a very good catcher of things that knock or get fallen, Um, often in, like, strange ways, like behind my back or, like, super quick. Um, And it's a dumb thing to be prideful of, I guess. But when I knock something off, I'm always like, oh, yeah, caught it. So there you go. And you guys just take no pride in anything? Is that what I'm understanding?
2: I have more arms than the average person.
0: I also, I also have, have more arms than the eyelashes. average person. You do have beautiful eyelashes,
1: Dylan. I I hear that often. I've been told I have good and hair. eyebrows.
0: Yeah. I mean from here you look like you have pretty good eyebrows. Yeah. Like thick but not too thick.
2: Yeah. Well apparently they're shaped fairly well too. Yeah. I
0: would I would say that. Colby can grow a fantastic beard really I can't fast.
2: Grow a fantastic beard really fast. Mm-hmm. I can't I can, grow hair worth a damn.
0: I also cannot grow hair or a fantastic beard, so alright. All right. Good question, Mr. Plight. I, I like that one. Uh okay, are you guys ready for the Diablo or Bob Ross quiz? <laughs> yes. So this was uh this was, uh, on PC gamer, a actually, I apparently, yeah, yeah. Dan Shu from PC gamer, uh, created this for the PC gamer holiday party. So I don't know exactly how we're going to keep track of the scores. Um, (laughs) <laughs> I pretty should have printed this out and and I guess given it to you uh, ahead of time. But anyway, we'll 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 just figure it out. All right. So question number one: These are all quotes either from Bob Ross or from I uh, keep track of your Diablo. own quotes or from Diablo. <laughs> so you need the dark in order to
2: show the light. Bob Ross or Diablo? Bob Ross. Sorry, mom was sending me cryptic text messages. Could you read that one again? <laughs> They're all
0: cryptic, Colby. You need Uh, the dark in order to show the light. This is
1: already hilarious, too. Bob
0: Ross. It is, in fact, Bob Ross. Be wary of trees. They are not as they appear. Diablo. Diablo. It is Diablo. What can be painted can be punished.
2: (laughs) I'm I'm going to go with Diablo just because...
1: I think Diablo. It is Bob Ross. <laughs> uh,
0: Anytime you learn, you gain. Bob Ross? Yeah. It is, in fact, Bob Ross. Bob Ross. Let's get a little crazy here. Bob Ross? <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. You got a 50% chance, Dylan. <laughs> Diablo. Absolutely, Bob Ross. There is a passage behind that waterfall. Bob Ross. I'm going to go with Diablo. It is, in fact, Diablo. I can see everything. Water on a leaf. Bob Ross. Diablo. It is Diablo. We really don't know where this goes, and I'm not sure we really care.
2: Bob Ross. (laughs)
0: Bob Ross (laughs) It is Bob Ross Just beat the devil out of it
1: Diablo
2: Uh, It says devil That's
1: obviously a trick Bob Ross I'm going to go with
0: Diablo. It is, in fact, Bob Ross. If you've ever yeah. actually watched Bob Ross, he says that when he dips his brush in turpentine to, oh. like, get the paint off, and then he beats the brush against his easel to, like, shake off the turpentine, which I just assume made a god-awful mess. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, that uh, that is definitely Bob Ross. A secret door hidden behind a waterfall. How imaginative. Didn't we already do this one? Nope, that was... Uh, well, I mean, like, yeah, but... No, it's 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 uh, it's, it's different. Very I similar. honestly can't
2: remember how I answered the last one. <laughs> um, I'm gonna go with Diablo. Okay, Dylan.
0: Diablo. Uh, it was Diablo. Uh, the, thank you for helping me fight the darkness. <laughs> Diablo, Bob Ross. Diablo. Ah. See how it fades right into nothing. That's just what you're looking for. Bob Ross.
2: I don't know. (laughs) Uh, Diablo. Uh,
0: It is Bob Ross. If you become thirsty, I can conjure up some water for you. Diablo. 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 That is Diablo. This one is like the only one so far that I think has actually been kind of could go either, could, could only go one way. These dark corridors are painted with the dried blood of Leoric subjects. <laughs> uh, it's Bob Ross. <laughs> Absolutely Bob Ross. <laughs> All right. Next up, you can do anything you want. This is your world.
2: Uh, Bob Ross.
0: Bob Ross. Yep, Bob Ross. We must take care here. There are shadows at every turn.
2: Diablo.
1: Diablo, yeah. It is Diablo.
0: Trees cover up a multitude of sins.
2: <laughs> Bob Ross.
0: <laughs> oh Dylan. Bob Ross. It is Bob Ross. Maybe if I hid in the trees, they wouldn't notice I was gone.
2: <laughs> Bob
0: Ross. <laughs> Bob Ross. It is Diablo. <laughs> yeah. That was very good. I don't know how you guys did, but I, I, I it sounded like you got about 80, 90% okay. right. I'm, yeah, I'm yeah, pleased yeah. with that. Yeah. yeah. Good job. Uh, like I said, you can take that quiz yourself if you go to PC Gamer and probably search for Diablo or Bob Ross. It's kind of fun. Uh, all right. Whoa. Who? Oh, never mind. <laughs> I'm like, who deleted all the free games, but it was just the overlay of that. Uh, we got some We got some pretty okay Free games this month. Uh, so far we've got Epic Game Store, Games of Gold, and Twitch Prime. Epic Game Store. So Colby and I have been on a on a journey for like the last month. We've we've been virtually farming. And with the Epic Games Store release next week, uh, actually I guess this week on Thursday, we can finally take this to the next level and get Farming Simulator 2019. Are you ready to tractor down, Col? I actually have played <laughs> tractor it on Game Pass. But not 2019, you played 2017. <laughs> Was it? I think so. I don't know. You know how? It, I mean, it's just like Call of Duty. Call every single year, the farming simulator games get a little bit better. The
2: newest one is the best one. You
0: absolutely have to play the newest one. It's like so Madden. absolutely, Farming Simulator 2019 free on the Epic Game Store. Again, there's going to be one of these every single week. So don't don't miss don't miss this goodness. Uh, games with gold. Um, first game is called TT Isle of Man, which if you'd never, if you hadn't looked, you could guess for days and not know what kind of game that is. You want to guess? What kind of game is it? Motorcycle
2: racing. Oh, of course it is. I mean, <laughs> I, Isle of Man, isn't that, that, that is a fairly famous, like, race, isn't it? I, the, maybe? I don't, I don't have any idea.
0: I, I know, I, I don't know. I'm really not sure. So apparently, um... So that's free. Uh the Call of Cthulhu is free. That that game's actually supposed to be pretty good. Did you say you played that
1: a little bit, Dylan? It's pretty good as long as you're okay with a little bit of jank. <laughs> like it's not it's not perfect, but it it's interesting. Um and it it your choices do kind of decide how it ends, so you can kinda of play it how you want and
0: what's your cat's it's- name? That's not a that's not a good question, Call. <laughs> not a good question. <laughs> Absolutely not a good question. Um, <laughs> Fable Heroes, which is a 360 game that apparently is not great, um, and is that the
2: card game?
0: No, I think it's like a because that never got released. I don't think the Fable card game. Um, they shuttered that studio before they could finish it. Um, it is like a it seems like a kind of a beat 'em up kind of game. I, I want to almost say like a Castle Crashers esque kind of game. I think. Uh, but it, it got kind of terrible reviews. Um, and then finally, a OG Xbox game, Star Wars Battlefront from 2004. So not the... The best one. Cult- Dylan swears it's the best one. Um, my guess is that... Oh, so good. A 16-year-old good. game maybe doesn't hold up as well as you remember. But I could be wrong. Um... So those are your games with ga- games with gold games whew, for February 2020, so those will start being available, I guess, on, like, Saturday, is that right? Yeah, available on yeah. Saturday on the 1st. Uh, Twitch Prime, also available on the 1st, American
2: Fugitive, which I don't know anything about. Oh, that one looked good if it's the one I'm thinking of. Oh, yeah? Do you have an idea of yeah. what kind of game it was? Is that the one where you're like the the guy on the run and you've got to like evade like the police and stuff?
0: It I... actually does sound pretty good. Inspired by classic GTA, American Fugitive is a yeah. modern take on sandbox action, offering a new 3D top down open world single player experience, experience. yeah. So that that could be all right. I
2: almost bought that on Switch. It looked real fun. Yeah,
0: looks looks okay. Um, you know, I think I've actually seen. Some video of this. It does look kind of cool. So you'll be able to pick up that for free. Uh, Desert Child, which I don't know anything about either. Uh, that looks weird. It's a racing RPG set in a dusty world where only friends, where your only friends are a vintage hover bike and a bowl of ramen. So, okay. Uh, Narcos, Rise of the, Ho- the Cartels, which is supposed to be, like, good, not great. Like, if you're going to play Narcos, probably the way to do it is for free. So, I kind of wanted to play that. Yeah, and, like, I kind of did, too. Like, it looks, I think it's one of those games that got, like, pretty solid, like, mid-sixes. So, worth playing, but probably not worth playing paying for maybe uh like this is a good place to get it uh steradin which is a steam game um it a oh it that's is, a good game is it it's the one i'm thinking of again <laughs> would you think of a it is a award-winning winning mashup of classic shmup and roguelike carved yeah, in big, beautiful
1: pixels
2: it's really fun it's hard as hell but it was fun
0: it's got a nine out of ten on steam so definitely yeah, it worth... was
2: on Game Pass for a while. It was like one of those games that I think I never made it past the third level because I just couldn't do it. It felt like, you know, like playing old NES games where you yeah. could never make it past a certain level, but it was fun.
0: Interesting. Yeah, so that looks good. And then a game called White Knight which
2: <laughs> is that made by the guy who did the Kingdom of Yeah, probably.
0: Whatever. Interestingly enough, okay, so White Knight on Steam, like the first couple things I was seeing looked weird. Uh, it does contain, uh, materials that may not be appropriate for everyone. Uh, the dark will reveal all explore the macabre, the macabre past. Man, reading macabre is such a weird word. Uh, the macabre? macabre? Yeah, macabre past of an, <laughs> macabre? Of an old mansion in the 1930s and solve puzzles and highlight, puzzles of highlight and shadows in this fully black and white survival horror game. It looks really cool and it is 100% black and white, so it is like a two, two-color game. Um, mostly positive on Steam, so might be all right. Looks Looks interesting. So White Knight is your last uh, game. Again, those are on Twitch Prime, so if you have Amazon Prime, all you have to do is link your Twitch and your Amazon account, and you can pick those up for free starting uh, February 1st. So check those out. I think, uh, I think that's the podcast. You guys have anything else? Nope. No, no perfect you can find us at bite me you can find us on all social media at uh, bite me podcast follow us on discord you don't follow us there really you come and join us and engage in conversation with us join us join us at bite me slash discord you can support us on patreon at patreon.com slash bite me podcast and i think that's it so
1: Bye man.